0: Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM-7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. What if I told you that your push-up capacity could predict your likelihood of having a heart attack or stroke? Would you do more push-ups? I ran across a paper recently that I think demonstrates the power of exercise capacity, As not only a predictor for future cardiovascular events, such as having a heart attack or a stroke, but it also demonstrates that as fitness improves, other factors associated with health span and lifespan also improve. There was a paper published in 2019 by Harvard researchers, and the paper is titled Association Between Push-Up Exercise Capacity and future cardiovascular events among active adult men. Now, this was a retrospective longitudinal cohort study that was conducted with approximately 1,100 male firefighters from 10 Indiana fire departments from February 2000 through November 2007. So if you're going to say there's a weakness in this paper It was with just first responders, not like recreational trained men. There were no women in the study. The researchers performed periodic physical examinations, including treadmill exercise tolerance tests, uh, along with push-up capacity tests, wherein the firefighters performed push-ups timed with a metronome set at 80 beats per minute. Push-ups were counted until the participants reached 80 push-ups, that's a lot, missed three or more beats of the metronome, or stopped due to exhaustion. And then the firefighters were stratified into five groups based on the number of push-ups they completed. Participants were followed up from the date of enrollment or the initial examination during the study period until an outcome event. So an outcome event could be a heart attack or stroke or something cardiovascular related, or December 31st, 2010, whichever came first. And here's what they found. There was a significant negative association between increasing push-up capacity and cardiovascular disease. Meaning the more push-ups the firefighters could perform, the less likely they were to experience a cardiovascular disease-related event. Men who could perform 40 or more push-ups had a 96% lower risk than those who could do 10 or less. Just moving to 11 to 20 push-ups lowered the risk by 64% compared to those doing 10 or less. And here's something else that's interesting. As push-up capacity increased, there was basically a linear increase in VO2 max. Now, VO2 max, for those of you who don't know, represents maximal Oxygen consumption it refers to the maximum amount of oxygen that an individual can utilize during intense or maximal exercise. This measurement is generally considered the best indicator of cardiovascular fitness and aerobic endurance. So here's some reference ranges for you. This is very stan like generic, but for men, a sedentary man's going to be around 35 to 40 milliliters per kg per minute. An active male would be between 42 and a half to 64 and a half, very active over 47. For a female, this would be 27 to 30 would be sedentary. Active would be in this kind of 30 to 36 range, 37, very active is greater than 37. So for those guys doing 10 or less pushups, they had a VO2 max of less than or equal to 35. That's on this low end of sedentary. And those in the 21 to 30 range were around 43 to 49. That's in that active range in the very far end of highly active. And those who had 40 or above had great VO2 maxes, greater than or equal to 57. And this keeps getting better. Body mass index, which is a tool, and I'm going to say it's a poor tool sometimes for assessing fitness and disease risk, also had some interesting relationships to push-ups. So BMI is calculated by taking a person's weight in kilograms and dividing it by the square of height in meters. So it's just ratio of weight and height. Someone that is obese is usually 30 or higher. A healthy range is 18.5 to 24.9 and overweight is 25 to 29.9. Here's the problem with BMI. If you're a muscular person, this can skew you as being overweight or obese. I'd have to go look at what my BMI is right now, but I guarantee it would say that I'm overweight, but this is just a general proxy, okay? The push-up group that did zero to 10 push-ups, their average BMI was 33.1, so they would be considered obese. The group that was in the 40-plus push-up range was a 26.8, so they would be considered overweight because I'm assuming that they were a bit more muscular, Okay. But they were, the more pushups they could do, the lower their BMI was. They looked at LDL cholesterol. So optimal LDL, I don't want to start any firestorms here right, when people think about fat, but we know that LDL is not something you want to have really elevated in your bloodstream. Okay. Optimal is less than hundred milligrams per decaliter. Near optimal is hundred to 129. Borderline high is 130 to 159. High is 160 to in plus, I mean you don't you don't want that at all. The less than ten push-up group was 130. Okay, that's borderline high. The greater than 40 push-up group 120, which is near optimal. Lastly, they looked at fasting blood glucose. Okay, for the less than 10 push-up group, they were 99.4, which is basically being pre-diabetic. I mean, it's like right there. For the 40 plus push-up group. It was 85 milligrams per deciliter. Great fasting blood glucose. Here's what I love about this. Is there anything amazing about the push-up in and of itself? No, it's not a magical exercise, but it represents upper body strength. And then this test specifically, it tested upper body. Endurance. To me, this paper points out that when you improve exercise capacity and general fitness, your risk of dying decreases and all the key measures for health also improve. So why in the world would you not exercise? Why would you not focus on improving your fitness through exercise? Specifically, in this case, you can kind of think of it as resistance training because you're using your body weight. But I thought this was an amazing paper that kind of demonstrated this overarching concept. The more fit you are, all these other things are going to take care of themselves. So I've put a link to the article in the show notes if you'd like to perform the test and benchmark yourself. And I may actually do a push-up challenge if anyone's interested. I'm probably going to put something on social media. I think this would be a fun way to start the year. Here's the point. Exercise undeniably can and will impact your health span and lifespan. And if there's anything you should be doing now that will dramatically improve how you look, feel, and perform, it's exercise. If you found this episode to be useful, please share it with a friend or a loved one and make sure to check out my newsletter adaptation. If you haven't signed up yet, I have a link in the show notes. Every Friday, I send you a quick email with something that you can use today for your mind, body and recovery. So you can get that by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to www.eracorum.com Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.